right. Welcome back to another edition of Raven Online Ungatekeeper. And I thank you for stopping by, whoever may be here. This is going to be a real quick stream. I'm not feeling well, and it is late. And let's just get this pop. Oh, no. Two-hour stream. Oh, no. Listen, let's just get this popping so we can uh, get through everything and get on out of here. Because I really, really want to go to sleep. But is some exciting news. Baltimore Ravens. Beat the Cincinnati Bengals 19 to 17. Now, I'm pretty sure everybody thought that this was going to be a game similar to the ones that we had over the last couple of weeks. You know, we went up as we normally do, let the Bengals come back, tie the game up. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of the fans thought, here we go again. This is going to be another blown lead, but we pulled it out. So let's see who. We got up in here on this early Monday morning. What's up to my man, Brandon Buck? What's going on to my man, Suge Knight? Two-hour stream? No, sir. You'll be lucky if you get a half hour out of me. You'll be really lucky. Uh, my baby girl, my oldest. Hey, Jazzy. How you doing? Queen Yolanda, what's, what's good? Thank you for stopping by. I know you got a lot of places to be because you are everywhere. Chen Wu, what's going on? Queen is a star. You starting off early, but I got to get that man his props. He came through when we didn't think that he was because early on, it was a little bit shaky. Oh, I should have put this up. Only you first. Only you. But what's up first? Thank you for stopping in. I know you finally got some time to drive through. We got Dave on in the house. MDT Sport. <laughs> what's up, man? Danity and my man Brodney, who was supposed to be here with me, but hey, I, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> he he decided to, he didn't want to do it, even though he was going to be up. And I said, listen, you might as well be here anyway. But it is what it is. We get through this. Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you. I appreciate the support. Appreciate you coming through. Like I said, it's it's after midnight. <laughs> it's it's after midnight and. You know, we got everybody up in here. Um, <laughs> what's going on, Jake? All right, let's <laughs> let's get a let's let's get into this game. So, like I said, Baltimore Ravens came through and they went up early, 10-0 in the game. And we thought, okay, you know, they controlled the first quarter. Everybody thought, look, we're back. This 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 might go differently than it has in the past few weeks. <laughs> this might go different than it has in the past few weeks. And starting off, it did. Um, listen, pass rush, we had it. You know, we, we got pressure on on uh, Joe Burrow. We kind of shut down Joe Mixon a little bit. And luckily for us, listen, I know some people don't want to admit this, but luckily for us, T. Higgins had left the game. Because if he hadn't, eh, we, might be, we might be talking something a little bit different. So we go up 10 nothing, and, you know, we're, we're driving downfield. And then we get this uh, momentum swift, uh, momentum shift. Lamar throws an interception. For some reason, as well as Lamar plays, it seems to be once in a while he just has this slip up or this mind fault, and an interception just comes out of nowhere. 
Now, with that interception, like I said, that momentum shift was humongous because before then, the Bengals weren't really doing too much of anything. And after that, that's when they came through and tied the game up at 10. Um, I think after the game was tied, I know, I know myself and maybe most of you, you know, we thought that here we go again. We're going into halftime, tied at 10. And the second half is just going to be another collapse. Because I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, listen, that that pressure that we were putting on in the first quarter, it just wasn't coming through in the second quarter like it was. Um, Josh Bonds had a sack. Um, JPP, he had a sack. Now, listen, JPP, he was shutting things down. Like he was just he was disrupting the passing lanes. He was knocking down passes. I think for once one of the guys that we picked up off of the scrap heap was actually a good signing because he did his thing, but it's neither here nor there. So then we, uh, we take this game into the second half and the Ravens get a three point lead with this three point lead. Listen, nothing's safe with Cincinnati because we know their history. They are a deep ball team. They can strike at any moment. And it was just a concern. What's up, Noah? Thank you for stopping by. Appreciate you coming through, supporting the channel. So we go up by three, and then Cincinnati starts to find a little rhythm. Once they find their rhythm, they start going downfield, going downfield, and going downfield. But unlike unlike the, unlike last week and the week and three weeks before, two weeks before, we actually stopped at the goal line. Like we we take that momentum that they had and we shut it down. We stopped them cold, four downs. I think once again, not, not to take anything away from my defense, I think Cincinnati's play calling, they did it to themselves. But we kept them out. We kept it to three points. Cool. So then um, we have two drives later, Cincinnati gets the ball back, and they're driving down the field. And like Chen said, Patrick Queen – he did his thing. What's going on? King Trent. <laughs> Excuse me, King Trent. Thank you for stopping by. Patch Queen does his thing. He gets that, he gets that interception. Now, me personally, I know y'all think I don't like Patch Queen. And I got something against him, but I'm so happy that he finally picked up that interception. Because if he had dropped the third interception, I think that would have killed his psyche. That would have just messed him up mentally for the rest of the season. And we need him because we don't have much going on defense outside of the secondary. We don't have many players that are doing too much, um, but he got the interception. <laughs> Listen, why do y'all think that I hate this man? I don't hate the man. I told you before, it's not about the person. It's about the pick. We didn't, we could have got, listen, we could have got a middle linebacker anywhere. We could have picked up a middle linebacker from anywhere to switch him over to, to strong side and weak side. We could have did that with anybody. We didn't need to spend a first round pick to move somebody around. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's not personally up against him. It's just. I, I never, when did I say that first? Yes, that, yes, Brian, he did rob me. He robbed me of a first-round talent that could have gone to my quarterback, which we probably could have used this game or particularly this season. But once again, 
Patrick Queen did his thing. Like I said, I have no problem giving that man praise. When he plays well, I, I have no problem of giving it to him, you know? And not you too, Yolanda. Not yes, I, I don't I, I don't dislike him, double negative, but I hate the fact that he was a first round pick because he was a project. Like he was not supposed to be our first round pick. Everybody knows we should have took T. Higgins. We could have did something else. Like, come on now. We got him. We got and sorry, Yolanda. One play away. He's back to no way. He's back. He's regressed back to no way. It's it's these first round picks and Kyle Hamilton. Like, what has he done? Listen, y'all speak about Kyle Hamilton. Y'all talk about, and I heard y'all say when he got drafted, what'd you say? Transcendent, generational talent. No, Micah Parsons is a generational talent. He didn't need three years to develop. He didn't need for Dallas to put pieces around him for him to be great. Like, he just is, he's great. And we don't have that. Kyle Hamilton isn't that. Odafe, oh, I'm sorry, Jason Owe, he is not that. Patricia Patrick Queen is not that. You know, and it, I'm tired of y'all coming at me for the same stuff y'all saying. Look, I hate the fact that I hate the fact that y'all say the same things that I say, but I hate him. Like, come on now, you say the same things. You may say it in private. You may not come on film or on camera and say it, but you all say the same thing. He sucks at times. Not going to say he doesn't have his plays because I know Coach Evans is going to kill me later tonight. If I say it, no, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Look, don't hold it against me. It was it was, it was was a Freudian slip. I didn't mean to call him Patricia. It was it's Patrick Queen. He's a grown man. He's younger than my kids. I'm going to treat him as a grown man, and I didn't mean to say that. Oh, yeah, here you go. Look, Coach, I didn't mean it. Like, yes. Because I'm sure you're going to give me 75 good plays that Patrick Queen was a part of. And I mean, like, he really didn't have any any negative plays today. Like, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I, I can't take anything from him. Patrick Queen did his thing. He got ran over a couple times. And I was going to put it up. Like, I was going to put it up, but hey, whatever. So back to the game. Um, after the Patrick Queen interception, Ravens took it down, and they went up by six points. So now we're up 16 to 10. And all I can think of in my mind is, <laughs> all I can think of in my mind was, we better not lose 17-16. That would be the worst. The worst. Listen, it was a mistake. I apologize. And, yes, he does love the arm tackle, and that's why he got ran over. Oh, shit. Not today. So anyway, <clears throat> so we go up by six and, you know, it's tense. You know, we can feel it. We can feel it. And, <laughs> you know, we, we feel it. We feel the tension. We feel like, hey, anything can happen at this time. We just don't know what's going to happen at the end of this game. So as scripted or as expected, Cincinnati goes down the field at the end of the fourth quarter with about five minutes left, and they scored the go-ahead touchdown. Now, it's like, hmm, what are we going to do? Are we going to actually pull this game out, or are we going to fail? Me personally, I'm like, listen, if this is a time that we need Lamar to shine and take over, this is going to be it. And unfortunately, with Lamar doing his thing, Chin Wu, you are factually correct. 
Hobbs is here to stay. Once again, Lamar saves his job. I just don't think he's a good coach. I just I, – I really don't. I just think he has some things he needs to work on and he could be better at. He could hire different people. Listen, I know y'all hate Greg Roman, but for what he had to work with today, I think Greg Roman called a pretty good game. I think he did what he had to do with the personnel that he had. I think the players just didn't execute. Now, you're never going to hear me say this again, and I'll probably erase this stream because I don't want anybody coming back later on saying you defended Greg Roman. Never want to be said that I did that, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, you know, take the lead. Uh, Cincinnati takes the lead with under two minutes, with a minute and 53 seconds left, and drive down the field and kick the game winning field goal. Now, listen, once we hit the 50 yard line, I know that everybody and their mother knew what was going to happen. Everybody figured out that we were going to kick this winning field goal and call it a day. Now, with that being said, I do, I do have some concerns. I do have some concerns about what went on. Um, we won the game. We pulled it out. But, but, <laughs> um, like I said earlier, I think that uh, the fact that T. Higgins went out, I think that that played a major part on the game because they can kind of shift towards Jamar Chase and kind of limit what, what Cincinnati was doing. Now, my favorite, maybe not yours, Hayden Hurst, he had a good game. He had he had a very good game. Like, they really couldn't stop. I think they should have designed more of that pass, passing game around him because our linebackers couldn't cover him. But, hey, what are you going to do? Oh, I got a little guest here. Did you not see me dancing? Brandon? What's up, Hendo? Hey, how you feel? At least your kicker can make a game winning, uh, game tying or game winning field goal. <laughs> I mean, hey, no one told you all to sign a kicker off the street and he then put him two for eight. And he and in pregame warm ups was missing right all pregame warm ups. Hey, that's listen, that's on y'all. We get listen, we gave you Hollywood Brown. I don't know what else you want us to do. Hey, he's, I'm fine with Hollywood. He's like the only one that literally gets double digit targets and scores at least double digits in fantasy in the first five weeks. So I'm fine with that. I just no, but no. Uh, congrats on the win. Um, I was like, are they going to choke another one away? Are they going to? Is that defense going to blow it again for them? I I was worried there uh, for a bit. I mean, the whole Ravens flock was pretty much worried because we have a t we have a tendency. We have. You know, we have a script that we go by, and normally we don't win this game. And what's the, what's the wild for, Shug? Please, what's the wild for? Let me know. I want to know why you – I the link the same way Shug can get the link. So Shug right. complaining, then he's just being lazy. Right. And listen, if y'all don't know, I, I put out a link in my Discord for anybody that wants to come on the show and talk football. Um, either team on but no, I think this was a this was a much needed win. Uh, Cleveland lost today. Pittsburgh technically played today, but did they actually play? They did. They did. They have to find. They have to find out what kind of team that they have. And I think going up against Buffalo, they found out not a very good one. Listen, this this 
this game. So now, I believe you guys are in first, right? Because this, this game propelled us first place. This made Cincy two and three. Cleveland lost, so they're two and three as well. So yeah, you guys got that lead there. Yeah. Listen, we have we have the lead by one game. We have right now we have the tiebreaker versus Cincinnati. Um, we'll see. We'll see with the next uh, stretch of upcoming games. Next week we have the Giants that beat the Green Bay Packers. So, so I thought Giants were frauds, but what they did this morning versus Green Bay, Brian Dayball is like the Giants finally hired a head coach. It only took them like a decade to hire an actual competent head coach. Um, and I think he's really he's brought Saquon back to what Saquon was his first two years. Uh, basically, made Daniel Jones a competent quarterback. He's just mm-hmm. not losing them the games. I I don't think Daniel Jones will ever win them games. His job mm-hmm. is to have them not lose the game. Thanks. Um, Slayton looked pretty good today, actually. I was actually quite impressed by Slayton today. He was the only thing that they had. Yeah. Technically, I mean, he's the only wide receiver that they had. But, yeah, um, shout out to first. I thought that the Giants were, you know, I thought that they were just skating off their NFC least conference and division. But apparently. The best, the best division right now. Like, they've got to be the best of it. You have three teams that are, like, right, right there with each other. And then you have Washington. I mean, listen, I, I would have said that earlier, but they haven't played anybody. And, and the did Eagles. you watch the end of that Washington game? Carson Wentz did his Carson Wentz thing. Oh, oh they yes. They had a shot to win that game. They get P.I. in the end zone, ball at the one, and Carson Wentz. He throws an interception. I mean, he, he's Carson Wentz. Philly let him go for a reason. But, hey. So listen. Indy let him go. <laughs> yeah, Indy let him go, too. Because he's not. they say he's not a leader, but – um. As long as the Giants don't come through next week and pull off that same scheme, because listen, in in it's kind of parallel to me with Green Bay and us, dynamic quarterback, fairly um, nice defense, but the wide receiving core isn't up to par. And sometimes Green Bay, you know, they have flashes of the run game goes off. Aaron Jones goes off. AJ Dillon goes off. But then other games they disappear completely. And it's kind of similar, and hopefully they got shut know, out in the second half. Like they didn't score at all in the second half. Like that's what... sounds like the Ravens. Uh, my homeboy's a Green Bay Packers fan, and I told him he they had the Baltimore Packers today because the they man. did those. But uh, so we got somebody else coming through. We got my man D Weezy up in here. What's going on, Weezy? What's up, Derek? What's going on, fellas? Chilling, chilling. What are your thoughts on the Ravens game? Um, you know, I mean, I definitely thought it was going. Be a close game and come down to possibly a field goal. Um, being somebody that was holding, uh, you know, Cincinnati plus four, the way things were looking like it was going to play out, it definitely worked out in my favor, uh, regardless of what that final score was going to end up being. Um, but yeah, I definitely expected a close game, maybe a little bit more scoring. Um, that shocked me a little bit. Uh, but overall, um, you know, we saw Andrews get a lot of targets. That's something I'm going to definitely be looking at and following here in the future. It's something I've talked about in the uh, past couple of weeks. The, you know, he's the number one option, whether you want to say number one wide receiver, tight end, whatever. He's the number one option in Baltimore, and I think tonight personified that completely. 
Facts. So back to my concerns. Um, pass rush. That is definitely, definitely a concern. And with the Cincinnati offensive line being what it is, like they have names, but they have not gelled together yeah. this whole season. The last two games, they did pretty well. They gave up three sacks the last I mean, two games. They got what three new guys on that offensive. It takes time. I think four. It takes time for offensive linemen to gel together, get that chemistry, work on um, pass offs when guys can throw. So it may take it may take them a little bit longer, um, but if they can figure out that offensive line situation. Yeah, they could, but yeah, they, they could be, be they could be dangerous, but they could I don't be the know. Team we saw in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but if you let the Ravens do that to you, how good are you really? Because the guys that we have, they play hard. They aren't it. Like they made JPP look like JPP, like he was a superstar. From like three, four years ago, JPP, the Giants, JPP. Yeah. Um, also, the one that blew his hand off with stop. <laughs> we're not, we're not. Listen, we're not doing that. That's something we're not doing that. Y'all already did that in the Discord. We're not doing that. So, <laughs> you listen, we're not going to sit here and make fun of somebody's mishaps. We're not. We're, not. we're celebrating the fact that he has overcome and survived yes, his perseverances what, in life. That's not what the laughing was for. <laughs> so, I'll say, okay, so my next, <laughs> my, my next concern with the Ravens is Joe Mixon. So, for the season, Joe Mixon has been averaging two and a half yards of carry. For the whole season, he comes into this game and he averages five and a half yards of carry. That should let you know how bad. I tried to are. tell the folks. I tried to tell them. I had money riding on Mixon coming in and having a good game. Yeah. I said he was going to go over his prop. You know, I believe it was right at uh, 60, 59 and a half, I think was technically the number. But if I'm not mistaken, he was close to clearing that by halftime. He had 50 yards at halftime. He did. And you saw they weren't feeding him the ball like a, a, no. a workhorse running back. Like it wasn't play after play after game. play. He was getting chunks on, you know, not minimal carries. But if I'm not mistaken, he didn't even have 20 carries in the game. 14. He had 14. See? He had 14 carries. And he, had, and he still had 78 yards. Oh, okay. So we got a donation from Brodney. Great show as always. Whenever you get a chance, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Old Man Gamers coming back. You son of a... <laughs> that that was definitely of... not Brodney. You son of a gun. I want to okay. know who that actually was. Okay, so... <laughs> so... So thank you, for, thank you for the tip, Brodney. I appreciate it. Um, my thoughts on Old Man Gamers... Yeah, man, we sh we shouldn't do it. Uh, we should let it go. Everybody should stop talking about it. Uh, yeah, no more old man gamers. All right, so like I was saying, uh, <laughs> that's just weak. I right, listen. I made a promise. I had to. I had to. Denounce that's that East Baltimore. I had to denounce. I lost the bet. I had to denounce it, <laughs> and I did my job. I've denounced old man gamers. Listen, Brian, you didn't say I had to be convincing. You didn't say how long I had to do it for. You just said I had to denounce it. All we discussed. Next time, go into specifics. Okay, well, I'm here to tell you I'm all for making sure Old Man Gamers comes back in full force and strength. But got to go with the popular opinion. But the oh, pop in that case, we're going with Old Man Gamers is back. <laughs> 
that's the popular opinion. It that's really the is the popular opinion. Yeah. All right. So Z to B says uh Ronnie and JK are back. Oh, on pitch counts. Yes, Ryan and JK on pitch counts. They yeah, back. I was really wondering that. I was like, why is Drake in there for Dobbins for so much? Because they don't want it. They don't want an issue of having another Ronnie Stanley incident. They don't want to overwork him and get him hurt again. Because right now we don't know when Gus Edwards is coming back. And clearly, Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake aren't it. They aren't the answers. We don't know what's going on with Justice Hill. His hamstring could be off and on for the rest of the season. We really don't know. So, you know, they're trying to slow it down. Now, the Ronnie Stanley thing, I, I didn't get that, especially with Patrick McCarr coming in. He struggled a bit. Like, he struggled with his blocking. And Ronnie, you could see that Ronnie Stanley was clearly upset sitting on the sideline. Like, why are you taking me out? I can understand if you played me for a quarter and then took me out a couple plays. But it's like every other series, you're bouncing me back and forth. And I just don't think that was the way for it to go. Yeah, it's weird because J.K. It was either last week or the week uh, before. J.K. had a really good game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it was... <clears throat> I mean, he's a, he's a. If there is such, I a... can understand why. Like they don't like they don't want to rush him back, give him too much of a workload too fast, too soon, and then lose him. Like, would you rather him be like this for a month, or would you rather lose him for six days? Oh, Harbaugh was terrified of them going down. This would have been last season all over again. Every time this man touched the dirt, I promise you, there was some butts tightening because (laughs) they were terrified he wasn't going to get up. Yeah. We're still, what, five weeks, so we're barely a third away through the season. Well, I mean, see, and that's the thing. Every, every, it seems to me, and what pisses me off a little bit is every week people are saying, oh, it's only week two. It's only week three. It's only week four. It's on, and every, and every week for certain things, it, it just goes the same way. It's just perpetual motion going in one direction. And everybody likes to say it's only week until we end up in week 12. And it's like, it's nothing we can do about it now. That's, you know, I, I don't, I'm not for that. It's only week because they had a full off season. They had OTAs, mini camps, everything else to get certain things situated. I don't, I'm, I don't bind to the it's only week, whatever. That's just me. All right, so let's get into my into the player of the game. For me, player of the game was easy since it wasn't too many stars out there. My player of the game was Justin Tucker. Justin I Tucker, anyone but yeah, right down the middle on the game. Hold up, let's be real. Justin Tucker gets you know, MVP of the game for the trolling job of the other kicker live mid-game. Just so funny. Like, come on. It doesn't get any better. Like, I love this ride. Why are they putting it in the middle? Most kickers are left or right half. And Tucker, middle of the field, literally, I was like, because it's easier. You just kick it straight. You've got to kick at an angle. Well, and and the other thing. When, when they say that, people also always forget it's not – It's where does the kicker want the ball? If he says he wants it on the left side, you put it on the left side. If he wants it on the right side, you get it to the right side. It's that simple. If Tuck said put it in the middle, that's where they're putting the ball. Exactly. Like you always ask your uh, kicker probably on that drive, where do you want it? You want it in the middle? You want a left half or a right half? Listen, 
I don't oh, think yeah. it doesn't make it. It doesn't make a difference. Most kickers like it on the left or right ass. For some reason, a lot of them don't like it in the middle. Listen, it doesn't matter. Tuck can take it anyway. I pause and make that kick. And I think that for me, and I know everybody has their own pick. I just have Tucker my pick just for what happened throughout the whole week. Like even if you go back to the Denver game, these kickers just aren't making kicks. And I mean, guys are missing. Yeah. Missing even Pittsburgh. One, you know, at one time they said he was one of one of the three greatest kickers in the league. And I think he missed like a 29 yarder. So I mean, just it was really the weather conditions in Buffalo today weren't ideal. They weren't, it was a little windy. So you don't blame them for that. But no, I think I saw the stat uh, with, with this kick, he's made 60 in a row in the fourth quarter in overtime. I was like, that's, right. that's why he's the best kicker in the NFL. It's not even close. That is legendary. All right, Z the Beast, thank you for joining the Road family. I appreciate you for signing up. Hey, we, we, we trying to grow. We trying to get this word out here. We trying to take this LBHT Nation global. And it starts with one. It starts with one of you, and we'll go from there. So thank you once again. Um, all right. So, do y'all have any players of the game that y'all want to speak of? Um, yeah. Uh. Just, you know, you heard me mention Mark Andrews, eight receptions on 10 targets, 89 yards, one TD. Uh, his longest on the day was 20. But, I mean, as far as the passing game, he was by far the most productive person. Um, you know, yes, there was one or two overthrows by Lamar, but for the most part, you don't see the wide receivers fighting for the ball or being in a position to fight for the ball uh, as much as I think you see with some other teams. Um, but, yeah, Andrews, you know, he did what he's supposed to do. He's shown that he's that sure-handed guy and that he's also still capable of bouncing off guys and getting the ball upfield and picking up that yards after catch. Mm -hmm. All right. Not mine. Justin Tucker. Oh, yes, of course it is. All right, well, so I mean, I hold it. <laughs> Prochet had a catch, y'all. MVP stop. Okay, stop. The game right there. Right, uh, I got to mute. I got to mute him now. All right, so now, <laughs> so now we got our five up and three down. You don't have to get five. You don't have to get three. You just tell me your thoughts. But me personally, I'm gonna go through mine real quick. My five up for the game are going to be Devin Duvernay because I think he jump started everything. Um, he had 54 yards receiving, 24 yards rushing. Without any other real options at the wide receiver position, I think he's establishing himself as a real number two. I wasn't really high on him coming in, but I do think he's doing a lot better than people perceive. Number two, JPP. With the sack and the batted balls and just the all-out effort that he's giving, he's one of my, one, one of my guys now. Um, Marlowe. Marlowe. I've been hard on Marlowe these last couple of years, but he's playing a lot better this season. Listen, from what Jamar Chase did to him last year, giving up those 200 yards for what he did today. Yeah, I think clap. Chase had only like five catches, 70 yards. So yeah, most of, most of those were behind. It wasn't a blowout game. But most of those, you know, were check downs. They were screens. Like, it wasn't anything really downfield, except for that one, um, that one catch behind the shoulder. So uh, Marcus Peters, he had a sack. He Listen, Marcus Peters for me, he aside from Lamar, he is my Raven, my Ravens pick. I think he brings that energy. I think that he plays like a Raven. He has that mentality. So, listen, they better not trade him. And my last one is Mark Andrews. 
eight catches, 89 yards, a touchdown. Uh, my three down, I'm going to go Macari for his blocking. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go Lamar because that interception changed the momentum of this game. And for the last two weeks, he's had under 180 yards passing in each game in the last two weeks. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but as the leader of this team, I just feel he has to do better. And my third one is going to be no way. He had two assists, two tackles, two assists. I mean, come on, your first-round pick. All right. Anything for you guys? I only watched the uh, fourth quarter because I was watching a baseball game for most of it. And I was now really I gotta, in the zone. So. Now I gotta, now I gotta no, kick you out. Um, I, I guess from what I saw, five now I gotta, kick, I gotta kick you out. I gotta kick you out. We don't talk baseball here. You can kick me out if you want. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say hey, no. This I'm, baseball is furthering one of my futures bets to win the World Series. Yeah, Derek's doing pretty well there. Uh, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, no, I'd probably say um, Mark Andrews. That's uh, a solid line. Eight for 89 with a touch. Um, there go. <laughs> uh, I know you brought up Lamar only passing for 180 yards. I don't no, think- no, that was uh, he passed for 174 yards. They won. Never- it doesn't matter. You could lose 400. With three touchdowns, and if you lose, it don't matter. It doesn't, but but when your interception Unless changes the momentum of the game. About fantasy, if you care about fantasy, yeah, he didn't have the best fantasy day for you. Oh no, uh, fantasy is good because you know Brodney has him, so I really didn't care about that part of it. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I uh, I lost to Garnett in our league, who has zero wins by the way. <laughs> Oh. I I did not have a good week in fantasy. Um, like you said, Devin uh, Duvernay, I think he's looked really good through the first five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to choose, he probably isn't your number two, but he's doing the he's taking the opportunity he's been given. Because right. to me, I always saw him as a special teams player, uh, returner. Always can be a threat there, but he's he's been given this opportunity to be a on a number two, and he's taking it and he's running with it. So good for him there. Um, did, was this uh, JAPP's first game with the Second. Ravens? Second. Okay, so yeah, uh, stepped up there. So yeah, um, I there's yeah. I think they had a pretty good game um, overall. Um, definitely a lot of things to work on. Um, again, almost blew another lead there with the defense. So. Yeah, but you know, luckily, I think. Listen, I think, I think the schedule has been kind to us, and we've been getting away with some things because of the teams that we're playing and the injuries that they're having. I think I, I need. Even with Buffalo last week, it was a close game, and I think that was because of the rain. But people don't realize Buffalo has some injuries. I just want to play a team to see where we're at. You know, I want I want that measuring stick game to know, all right, are we really this good on this side of the ball, or is it we're, we're doing this because of the level of competition that we're having? Like, we already know Arizona is just Arizona, so y'all really don't need a measuring stick because, hey, you're not that good. And you know this. Hey, yeah. yeah. You, you know what? The Rams are doing just as bad. <laughs> it's, it's fine with me. Yeah. Like, they, like, Dallas, like, Dallas made them look like bad. Like, that off, offensive line is bad. We got one game left. 
D Hop comes back. I can't wait to see. So either D Hop is going to just go crazy or Hollywood's going to go crazy. Oh, both. You're going to have to double one of them, and one of them's going to be. And then you got Zach Ertz. Like Zach Ertz had a pretty good game, too. So um, just don't go on. Just. I know that I shouldn't root for my team to lose, but I want <laughs> I want Cliff gone so bad. Wow. He again have not scored a Buck officially point. knows what it's like to be a Ravens fan because he doesn't want his team to lose, but he so badly wants his coach fired. I mean, oh my he god. Shouldn't have gotten the extension. We I scored hate zero points in the first quarter all year. Listen. If we would just score in the first quarter, we probably would be like Three and two at this point. So thank you, Brody, for another donation. He has a question for, for the two of you. Who do you think is going to win the World Series? I can't stand you, Brody. <laughs> I can't stand you. All right. Full disclaimer, I have money riding on the Braves, Padres, and Astros who are all still in it. The Astros have first round by. Um, because their odds are so just low. Hey, I got in on this on preseason. All those I out know, there Dodgers in the crew, I've been trying to tell y'all, get in on the Discord because I just be trying to give y'all stuff. And people don't yeah. want to listen. Um, I think I right. checked on FanDuel. Padres are still at like plus 1,000. That's all right. All right. Okay, but thanks. yes. Um, see, Brad, see, Brady, you just want to start this nonsense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> But so that's because you know, no, no, he, no, knows, says that. he he knows we he's gonna get it so bad when old man gamers coming back, you know, so bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, uh, I definitely think <laughs> uh, as far as a dark horse or not one of the top two favorites, the Padres have a chance with their offense. Um, the Dodgers are a potential winner just with the amount of yep. talent they have, okay. and Houston on the AL side because they're stacked. That do- the Dodgers roster on paper should should win. So, okay, so my que- I have a question about the Cardinals, but how are y'all going to do all this even when DeAndre Hopkins comes back without Andy Isabella? How y'all going to do that? Because we got we got him now. Good luck with that. We got him now. What y'all going to do without that four two speed? No, 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 four three speed. Get it straight. No, he's four two. He's four two. He ran a four two seven at the combine. Yeah, like he's fast, but he can't just Track running fast doesn't make you a wide receiver. Right, right. Like I, th- Cliff gave that man so many chances, and he just he never showed up. And basically, Cliff told him as he was leaving, "Prove me wrong. Prove us wrong that uh, cutting you was the wrong move." And we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I highly doubt it. Sure. All right. So give me your predictions for next week's game. Baltimore versus the New York Giants in New York. In New York. (laughs) For Ferris. This is for Ferris. Okay. So are we talking straight up or, you know, how many points I got to give? We just talking straight up. We just talking straight up. Easy. Ravens. Um. I don't know. I need to think about that. Ravens. Giants in the second half show that maybe they are not the frauds that I thought they were. Mm -hmm. Um, But I personally think that 
Lamar is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, how the hell do you have two batted balls in back-to-back plays? Come on. Especially when you're not – see, when that happens with Kyler, that's expected. The dude's 5'10". It's supposed to happen. Right. Aaron's like 6'2", 6'3". How does that happen? And um, Aaron just isn't the runner that he used to be, and we all know Lamar just – when he decides to run, when he puts his foot in the ground, watch out. Like, that man can just go. So, yeah, I think I got the uh, Ravens in this one. Sorry, Ferris. There's no need to be sorry. Sorry, Ferris knows the deal. All right, so it's been 40 minutes. This is going on longer than I figured and I wanted. And we are <laughs> about to end this here. So it's now. been running like a smooth, regular show. Yeah. No, what about uh, two-hour stream, Hendo? We're not doing. Listen, I, I'm not doing. Freaking twelve forty-five at night for you. <laughs> right. This is not. Yeah, the West, this we got to run Coast. right up to you know Ferris's live stream. Right. So. All right. So yes. So we can end this because Ferris is doing a live stream. Hey Ferris, um, put put in put in the comments what time you're going live so we can all transition over there and hear you speak. About your team, and yes, Raven Ron, yes, it's nine forty-two where you're at. It's not nine forty-two over here. It's nine forty-two for me. And people have to go to work, and people have to get up early, and people have things to do. I'm okay. telling you, I know I, I confuse the hell out of because they, go, I never they, they just they be like D Weezy on the East Coast. No, D Weezy's just around the clock. That's where I'm at. Because D Weezy has an interesting work schedule. He really just like to be up. He don't like to sleep. He don't like to rest. See, there you go. Man. It's work. To be, it's always work to be done in these YouTube streets. <laughs> always something. It's always something you can do. So, first, are you just going to ignore me and answer everyone else's questions? Of course. See, this is why we don't get along. Like, this is why I can't stand first. <sighs> All right. So, Brandon, let them know where they can find you at, please. Uh, find me on Twitter at BrandonBuck88. Um, I may or may not have a stream on Tuesday night. Uh, I'm working on a new structure for the show, so I just have to wait and see. But I definitely will tomorrow. Uh, YouTube.com slash money. Be doing my baseball podcast going over Wildcard Weekend and previewing the division series. All right. Wheezy, let them know what you got going on, sir. Yeah, y'all can catch me at Backyard Action Media where I'm likely going to be dropping uh, some baseball action as the uh, postseason goes on. I'm going to have the NFL as that go- continues. And you can even keep your eyes out for the NBA stuff I'll get be getting into as they kick off their season. All right. <clears throat> well, you know you guys can find me here. Every Sunday night is normally at 7 p.m. after the Ravens game, unless they play on Mondays or they play on Sunday night football or Thursday. Oh, God. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at our gatekeepers. <laughs> um, so also later tonight, later today, this evening, you can catch me on Talking Ravens all day, every day with Justin P at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, you can also find me with Coach Evans, Lunch Break Hot Take, OTR Mike, and Chris just joking on the Ravens Roundtable at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sip to Tally Films. And that's pretty much it. So we are going to get out of here. 
like I always say, never give it to conformity. Think and formulate your own opinions. And most importantly, be somebody important. Be yourself. Until next time, y'all, we out. Thank you.